Welcome to the podcast Kenya. We are your hosts, Andy Davies, Clear Earnshaw and Leon Weche. We are here to discuss all things training, nutrition, health and mindset. We aim to share knowledge through our own experiences and by interviewing local and international experts in their field. Our goal is to provide education and empowerment. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast episode six and today we're going to be talking all about supplements as I think we have discussed them before and yes we always get updated information and people still always ask us so many questions about them sort of which ones do you really need what are you wasting your money on and all of that so let's get into it and yeah, Andy is still in the UK. Uh, hopefully the weather's getting a bit warmer there. It is boiling here. Yeah. Can we yeah, do it? Can we swap? It's not too bad. I wouldn't say it's getting warmer, yeah. February okay. is generally recovered this month. It's not been actually that bad. Um, so we'll see if March is colder, but um, no, it's all good. Spring is on the way. Spring is on the way. The evening's getting lighter. Yes. Yeah. And um, I mean, that's, yeah, so you can get get a bit more vitamin D. We can talk about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, supplements are uh, always, always a hot topic. And I think so many people feel when they begin their sort of health and fitness journey that they've got to get all of these supplements. And you really don't. And we'll talk you through some key ones that you can invest in and certain situations you know where you might want to go for specific supplements not just taking things because whoever influencer on ig is promoting them because even though they're natural they can still cause harm if you don't need them or you take too much um so i guess let's let's sort of start i mean we we can kind of start with sort of sort of training supplements, other supplements that you'd kind of recommend, um, gents? Yeah, look, the reality is this. Something I say to every client that comes on board is you do not need supplements. It's just a straight up thing. You don't. You don't need them. Are they good to have? Yes, if budget allows, you know, great. In various situations, and it's very situational dependent. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, personally, the ones I say I recommend are fish oils, because I don't think anyone eats enough oily fish. Um, creatine, not because of muscle building, but actually for brain health. Um, and that's pretty much it, depending on diet. If your diet's yeah. and you're in a cutting phase, and you know, you can have a multivitamin. You know, if you're worried about not getting enough vitamins in, but, you know, something Dr. Dean told me was you you, know, you should be taking things like multivitamins unless you're actually deficient in anything and because there's a knock-on effect so it's one of those things where yeah if you're in a surplus of calories and you're eating properly you should need multivitamins yeah. um, for training wise you know you can say if you are tight on time to make meals 
you know, a protein shake comes in useful to get a bit of protein in, and you know, as we often have it with oats and things like that, very useful. You know, but it's a tool of convenience rather than yeah. necessity. Exactly. Um, and as I, I, you know, EAAs and carbohydrates, again, not essential, but useful, you know, for giving you, you know, maximal training, you know, nutrition around a peri-training window, you know. So, again, you don't need them. If you eat and time your meals properly, great. You know, you, know, you can get away with that. But if you... You know, always struggling for time, and you don't have time to, you know, make sure you're eating you know, a couple of hours before you're training. You know, then these things are very useful. And let's be honest, a lot of us are rushing to and from things. You know, going, oh no, got a, got training an hour's time. You know, work's just gone over, and rather than cramming a big meal in, you know, you can, you know, do it slightly differently with you know something like a lighter you know maybe a shake before and have some EAs during with some carb powder but again these aren't things you necessarily need you know so the main thing is what are you deficient in and this time of year in the UK I would say everyone's deficient in vitamin D and it's not because this time it's because if you were in the UK say as winter started you know, November, December, you've used up your vitamin D stores come end of December, you've got nothing left, so you're going to have to get vitamin D from somewhere. So you, there's two options, vitamin D supplements or going on some beds. <laughs> they are two options, you know, some beds or a vitamin D lamp thing, mm -hmm. you know, those things can, you know, help boost your vitamin D or you can have supplements. Yeah, I think it's the... The way you've said it, when it comes to supplement, people do the opposite. Instead of looking at, um, say, your nutrition and your environmental factors, so to speak, people do the opposite. Go to supplement first before looking at, you know, what am I eating? Am I deficient in anything? How does my diet look like? Am I getting enough sun? Things like that. And then people just go to, you know, it's... it's, it's it's part of the social media to draw people in and you go in and there's this test booster or creatine in way thing and it, it draws you in and all of a sudden you think you need it and you forget about your nutrition you haven't checked your nutrition and and I know from experience like I did the multivitamin thing because I just assumed you know I'm trying to be healthier so why not add and I put multivitamins as part of my um, daily routine even even without having sort of done any any blood work or any basic test to tell me you know you're deficient in this or you have high this you need to reduce the things like that so it was one of those just assuming oh yes I'm having a surplus in vitamins I must be healthier than the next guy so it's that mindset I think most people have and need to let go and look at things differently it's like okay i eat enough red meat probably every day why am i having extra iron uh, tablets on a daily you know i'm like us we are burning it's hot every day i'm maybe in the sun for 20 minutes early morning 20 minutes you know 
it's like why am i taking ex a lot of extra vitamin d without you know having an idea of my blood work or anything like that so i think, I think that's the start realizes when you have surplus of certain vitamins it blocks other ones from being absorbed yes and actually it could be worse for not having taken it anyway you know you, you know, start blocking and slowing down other processes you know it's not an ideal situation people should you know it, and it's you know so from my childhood there was that always that push tv mm. adverts you know talk about taking multivitamins yeah you know and there's you know extra vitamins even added to cereals now mm -hmm. you know things like that so you got to be conscious of where you know that you're having the right amounts without going you know overboard anywhere and actually causing other things not to be absorbed you know sort of fine line ratios between sort of magnesiums and calciums and things like that you know exactly yeah and you truly can't out supplement a poor lifestyle poor training poor diet you know always try for food first because all the vitamins and minerals in your food are more bioavailable sometimes in their supplemental form they're not in the best form for your body to use easily so always keep that in mind and if you are going to supplement looking for high quality supplements and often certain types you know specific ingredients um you know so not just going to the local chemist they don't often stock you know high quality supplements and that's why you know they're expensive they are expensive so there's mm -hmm. no point like leon and andy have just been saying just splurging out on all these things you know you you want pretty targeted supplements for specific things and i agree like you know creatine awesome um fish oils great so you can you know cod liver oil is also great um and then i mean one i would add to that is magnesium just because it's very hard to get enough from your food um and it, magnesium is needed for so much in your body and it can also really help you you know to sleep and relax at night so normally that would be a magnesium glycinate um there's different types of magnesium that do different things you know if you're someone who suffers from constipation then taking a citrate can help often do that when i travel that's good um you've got threonate which is better for sort of cognitive cognitive functions but for most people like a good quality magnesium glycinate you know 400 milligrams before bed i add that to most of my clients and i mean most of my clients are female and that has you know great effects um for supporting the menstrual cycle as well and then i mean when it when it comes to men and women like for women you know for their cycle you know there, there is you know a lot you need to take into account and this is where you know we've just been sort of dabbling with this other app called chronometer i don't know if you've heard of that one andy no it's it's really great and i like it because it's looking at all your micronutrients my fitness pal covers a few but it really it you know it's taking you through um like folate uh choline you know all of these micronutrients um that often we don't focus on and that are really essential and again like if you can get them from food all the better but sometimes you do need that extra supplement but you know before you go self-diagnosing yourself this is where test don't guess 
is really really good and you know you don't have to do like every single blood marker out there you can learn so much just from doing a full blood count you know if you're anemic if you're low in b vitamins things like that and you know certain groups of people are at more risk of being deficient um if you if you are if you're black you're going to be more you know at, at risk of a vitamin d deficiency if you're older as well if you're indoors you know if you are pregnant if you're postpartum if you're trying to conceive you're gonna you're gonna have different nutrient needs um and that's where yeah doing your blood work can be really useful so that you can get specific supplements for you because annie made such a good point if you take some, they can have serious knock-on effects. Like yeah. during COVID, everyone was knocking back the zinc. But you don't want to be continuously taking zinc because, you know, that has knock-on effects on things like copper, which are really important. And the same goes for vitamin D. It can be toxic at high levels. Yeah. Um, you know, and you, I, you don't want more. to... Yeah, I know you're low, but you, you want to, you know, especially if you are supplementing with something like vitamin D, you do want to just check and see where you are. And like if you're having zinc, make sure you get a supplement that has copper in it or be making sure you're eating your copper rich foods like liver, shellfish, things like that. So I think it, be, it can be quite, I don't want to say dangerous, but, you know, people just thinking, oh, this is so good for me. I'm going to take it. And just one final example before I'll, I'll let someone else talk is probiotics. I find so many people just take a probiotic because and you know there are so many specific strains of probiotics and they do very particular things so you know if you have diarrhea you would take this if you suffer from ibs you would take this if you have x take this particular strain so you just deciding because someone is promoting you know probiotics you take that can cause it can cause you gi distress so it really is, you know, think before you go and spend your money yeah. on potentially expensive and useless supplements. Think, yeah. I was going to say, it's the, the curse of too much info. It's like every week you see someone promoting something and it's, I, I guess, I don't know if it's desperation or people just have the money and it's like, I'm just going to buy it. Well, I think it's it's, a, it's a, yeah too much info. Yeah. But good sales and marketing. Mm -hmm. You know, people get convinced, and people lose the re, you know perspective about is it information or is it good marketing? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Because there's a lot of guys who you know sell supplements that put out information. Mm. But yeah, it's it's got it's information with an agenda yeah. to get you to buy the supplements. Yeah. So yeah, you've got to. You know, be able to, to see through that. Um, mm -hmm. I think Claire, you made a good point about the vitamin D and Leon. Mm -hmm. You know, and I've had this with clients. You know, the darker your skin, the more vitamin D. You know, the more vitamin D you need because mm -hmm. you know lower levels of absorption. But a lot of people are now working in offices. Oh yeah. And you know, I know lots of people are like, oh yeah, but I live in Kenya. Why would I need vitamin D? Well, you spend literally over twelve hours a day at, in your office. Mm -hmm. When you go home and you don't go out, you're not standing in your garden, you literally go from your office to the gym, to your house, make dinner, or you go to a restaurant, or whatever it may be, you're not actually spending a lot of time daily outside. You know, it might be a bit on the weekend, but, you know, and the darker your skin, the, you know, 
the, the less absorption you have from the sun. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it, so it is about trying to. Everyone's different, and everyone's got their own thresholds. But yeah. you know, that's something you need to just be aware of: is how much time indoors you spend. Yeah, I mean, levels of vitamin D, like you'd ideally have them between like a seventy and a ninety. Just for perspective, Leon's was a thirty. Uh, <laughs> so, but oh. again, when you're taking vitamin D, you want to take it with vitamin K too. Yeah. Um, and I think not many people do that. You can get some supplements. You know, good brands good ones combine them. It, yeah. yeah, but you just need to check that. And I mean. <clears throat> You can get K2 from your diet, so dairy is a great source. Cheese, cheese, you know, eggs. So you can do it, and that's where, like, if you were using an app like Chronometer, you can just check and make sure that you are hitting your RDA of, like, K2 there if you're taking a vitamin D supplement. Basically, <clears throat> sunbathe whilst eating cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I would subscribe to that. Andy, you're on to a movement. Yeah, exactly. Some whilst eating cheese. Yeah, and I guess I guess that's the kind of information people need where because now people think like the way we're talking about supplements, it's like vitamin D, vitamin K, whatever, vitamin E. And immediately in your mind they're thinking, Okay, I'm just going to walk into a chemist mm -hmm. and buy all of this instead of thinking, you know, like uh okay. the point you guys have just said, it's like, okay, I have I can buy this vitamin D and stock up on milk and cheese because I like milk and cheese. Or it, it's not always, okay, I need this, so I'm just going to buy it. <clears throat> uh, you don't need clear. things to say in supplement form. You know, yeah. yeah. Before supplements existed, the human race survived. Yep. yep. <laughs> how did they survive? Well, we got it from their food. Yeah, the human body is made to get these things from food. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's, it's looking what we're consuming. Now we, we, you know, we're sort of consumer age where we eat what we want to eat rather than what's available to us because it was in a, day, a time where food available to us pretty much had most things. If you look yeah. around, and, you know, mm -hmm. early early humans were pretty good, at, you know, finding what was good for them because yeah. um, it was available. But now, you know, you just got to think a little bit about what you're eating because you can't just eat. So, yeah, we said to kids all the time, you can't just live on chocolate or you know, snacks out of Good magnesium, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, dark chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Some, you know, some good stuff in there. But, um, but no, the reality is, you know, you've almost got to take the same advice to yourself. And go, right, so today we're going to have this meal. Yes, I know I'm an adult, so therefore, if I don't want to eat vegetables, I have to. But think, actually, there's a reason... Mm -hmm. There's a reason why we eat vegetables. There's a, re you know, there's a reason we want that fiber. There's a reason, we, you know, we want, you know, that micronutrients that are held in, you know, not overcooked vegetables, and, you know, things like this. So sometimes you just have to see, think about, you know, as you said, it's good to think about, you know, we talk about macros a lot, but it's good to think about the micros mm. and you know, where are we getting our B vitamins from? Mm -hmm. Where are we getting our selenium from? Mm -hmm. You know, um, and then going, okay, so I know I'm not getting enough of this and I really, really don't like eating, say, you know, say with selenium, you know, I don't like eating nuts. So, you know, and there's loads of stuff in nuts, so I'm just gonna pick on selenium for a moment. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, you can then take. I'm gonna have a selenium supplement, which is fine, because you know you've looked for your diet and you've worked out. Okay, I'm a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little bit low of that. So you know these things, as you said, well, it's a case of test don't guess. But you know, you could do you know if you've got a good app like you're talking about where it does all your micros, you could do that over a week and say, okay, yeah. what am I hitting? Well, you know, what can I actually reduce on? And what should I be looking to, to increase on? And start looking for foods with that in that you don't mind. And if, if you will then struggle, because, you know, it's really foods you really dislike, then look to something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry. No, no, I was saying, like, I think that's such a good thing, like, just track, you know, you don't even need to track your macros, but just, just track what your food is and then on the chronometer, it's free. Um, and then, you know, you can just see and see what you are kind of deficient in and then just Google foods that contain, you know, vitamin B12 um, and then try and increase there. And, you know, like liver is truly a superfood. <laughs> you know, go on about liver a lot if you follow me on IG, but it contains... The B vitamins, it contains copper, it contains retinol, it contains selenium, vitamin K, like all of that. But I know not everyone can stomach liver. So you, you can actually get like desiccated capsules for it. Um, and I mean, there's, I mean, like B vitamins are in, in, okay, I know if you're vegetarian or vegan, you don't want to hear this, but most forms of you know, especially yeah, vitamins and minerals are more bioavailable in animal products. That's just how it is. So if you are plant-based, I would 100% recommend you get your blood work done because it can be really hard to ensure you're hitting everything. And some of them you can only find in animal products, B vitamins. So, you know, like doing blood work for B, B vitamin, like especially B12, it's not always accurate, but it can still show you. Like if you've done it before, you'd ideally be in the 700 to 900 range, which is quite high. And that is over the conventional ranges there. But, you know, it ju it'll just give you an idea. So if you are plant-based, again, highly recommend that you do that because you might need to supplement. In fact, you should you be will, supplementing yeah. <laughs> in certain things especially if you're vegan and you're not eating dairy you know or eggs um you know that's going to be really huge for you to you know pay attention to that like it can all sound well and good going vegan but you can you can your health can actually suffer more so it is sometimes a little bit of uh good marketing of veganism is, you know like people think they're going to be healthier if you're vegan and certain things you do really well with certain of your, your micros or shoot up yeah vitamin C and you know things like that you know where they are plant based but a lot of them the other side that's some real based stuff mm. you know vitamin you know K and you know when you got your uh, B vitamins and you know, other offshoots from there, which you get from meat, or not even just from meat, from things like eggs, mm. dairy products, you know, is harder to come by in a synthetic form. The, the synthetic forms are less bioavailable mm. and, you know, can have knock on digestive issues and things like that. So, mm. yes, if, you're, if veganism is a 
ethical choice, brilliant. If you're doing it because you think it's going to make you healthier, it doesn't. And that's just a fact. You know, everyone should eat more vegetables, but it's all about my my balanced diet. So um, it's the healthiest. But if you do it for ethical reasons, then you will have to look at the synthetic supplementation route. But you know, bear in mind that they can have its own issues and knock on effects. Yeah, I think most uh, it's like lifestyle choices. People just do them without thinking. I guess it's it's like anything, even like training. It's hard work, and most people don't like the hard work. And it's the same with, say, you decide I'm going to be vegan. You need to. It's your health, so you need to take that in account and do most of the research and understand. Okay, I'm dropping this, this, this. How will it affect my health? Even if it's for ethical reasons, but you have to, you have to take responsibility and don't don't blame any, uh, you know your lifestyle or anything later on because you didn't do the research it's like oh you know you less in b vitamins or you're getting more and more sick because you don't have certain uh, nutrients it's it's up to you to you know do the research also yeah and then do and do your blood work oh, yeah. as well like again truly you can learn so much just from a full blood count liver and kidney panels and those are not expensive you can see a lot in that um i mean i you don't want to see the supplements i'm on right now it's a lot but that's for a very specific reason and that is to help with my thyroid so do take a selenium supplement uh for that and do take NAC, because that's a precursor to a powerful antioxidant called glutathione. What else have I got? Uh, I take an yeah. adrenal supplement, because uh, your adrenals and thyroid are linked. I take so, <laughs> a chaseberry, but that's to help support my progesterone. Because again, thi- being hypothyroid can have a serious knock-on effect on your menstrual cycle. Um, <laughs> I've got a turmeric supplement to help with inflammation because of gut issues. <laughs> and so a, whole, um, so a whole podcast just going through her through supplements. my supplements. <laughs> and one supplement I really like is collagen. And there is like no scientific research to show that it is beneficial for like joints. There is a lot of anecdotal research on that. There is research coming out, like, if you perform, like, I don't know, if you had a knee injury and then you perform your rehab and then take quite high-dose collagen afterwards, that that has some beneficial effects. Um, But I take it mainly for skin, hair, nails, and I truly notice a difference because I have suffered a lot of hair loss from my, um, my thyroid disease, and I have a lot of regrowth, and I can tell, like, my like since taking it i have to cut my nails a lot more so collagen is not a complete protein so it will never replace like a a whey isolate or a a, you know a a proper complete you know plant-based blend you know it's missing the amino acid i think it's leucine which is very important for muscle synthesis but you know you can easily make it a complete protein and it is a nice little addition um you know go for a high I can never say it, hydro, hydrolyze, hydrolyze 
one because then it sort of mixes into your your drinks and you're going for the type one and three collagen um but i must say i i do enjoy that i don't take away isolate <clears throat> i can hit my protein through my diet it just takes a bit of work but a little little collagen helps there so that that is my regime but like i said that is very specific for me yeah. it's very specific for me um you know you wouldn't randomly want to take what I'm taking, you know, because if you, you know, if you don't need selenium, you don't need to take, you know, you don't need to take a supplement for it. You know, if your menstrual cycle is, is all good, you don't need to take a chase berry, that kind of thing. So I'll, I think that's just such an important thing to emphasize specific, very targeted supplementation. And this is all based on blood work and symptoms. Yeah, we'll probably... And it's very expensive. If we do a pirate episode, we'll probably have all the supplements here and just go through them <laughs> one by one. Yeah, no, I think it would be... Because, so, yeah. honestly, so many women have thyroid issues yeah. and it's been coming up a lot. Yeah. Um, and so there's so much that you can do through your nutrition that you should be doing first anyway, but then you can have some... you know. And, and they can make you feel better, like pretty pretty soon. I mean, a lot of them take time, and that's a good thing to think about. Like supplements take time; they're not, you know, medication. Mm. They do take time to work. Um, and I guess maybe that could be a whole episode: is uh, yeah. fertility and <laughs> nutrition and supplementation yeah. preconception. True. That's a big one to think about. Like I can just touch on it briefly: is like. If you do want a baby, you should be starting to think about your nutrition and supplementation like three to six months in advance, sometimes even a year. Um, just putting that out there. Mm. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. what supplements do you guys take? Yeah, I was just... Now that I've shared mine. Oh, okay, my so what do I take? I take, ooh, I take boron, mm -hmm. six milligrams of boron, because that makes free tests uh it reduces shgb naturally mm -hmm. without having a take -in. and yours was quite high if i remember from shgb was high so yeah. just six mg reduces that down um to a normal level for me um berberine oh yeah blood sugar. meals to help with uh, blood glucose um do you control. cycle that by just out of interest i'd sometimes just stop taking it because mm. I'm lazy and I class that as a cycling. <laughs> okay, yeah. But, but like for a couple of days, I'll, I'll come off it and then go back and voluntary cycling. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's accidental <laughs> cycling. But no, um, you know, I just think, you know, when you're doing it like every meal, it does where you're at. It feels like yeah. you've got to remember a lot. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And you've got to always have it next to you. But um, so that's not a, a big, big deal. Um, so that one. L-glutathione, uh, I had, well, I have a liquid L-glutathione, mm -hmm. which tastes a bit like, to be fair, it tastes, smells like rock eggs, and it's absolutely disgusting. Mm -hmm. you know? So whatever you do, take, drink it, and then go kiss someone. Yeah. <laughs> they solve the smelling. Yeah. Um, so yeah after. But it is really good, because um, I had a blood test, and one of my liver enzymes is high, so mm -hmm. Just taking that. Um, Can I just say something quickly? So, like supplemental form is also important. Like often, like liquid or liposomal. Again, I'm more yeah. bioavailable. So. 
So, but also more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. But better because they're VR, they work. Right? Yeah. They, they, yeah. yeah. So it's a little bit more expensive. Um, uh, what else do I take? Um, then pretty much that's it. If I will take creating daily, mm-hmm. um, and as I say, I always say this to clients: it's not about build, the muscle building abilities. It's been shown to prevent uh, neurodegenerative diseases. Yeah. And since you know dementia and Alzheimer's runs in my family, I think it's always worth putting that in, putting that in there. Um, I personally do enjoy a pre-workout. Mm. I don't need to take it. So some days I just don't take it. I like, I will take a pump one in the evening or a stim one in the day, but that's just actually for fun. I don't need any. Yeah. That's like, I, yeah, if I'm traveling, I don't take it with me because it's just space to take it up. Um, and I take, I have a weight protein, but I use that less and less because I just eat mm. more time on meals better yeah it's better. i often have that just for breakfast generally mm. with some porridge mm. and that's about it yeah yeah i, I forgot really one <laughs> i sometimes take a yeah. it's called like a betaine hcl because again mm. with hypothyroid you can get low stomach yeah. acid so sometimes you get heartburn and that that helps with that so yeah. sometimes take that what about yeah, you i think in my life this is the time i'm taking the least supplements ever oh, i was great. i was a mr experiments i used to experiment with everything i'd see and be like oh you know but now i'm on way obviously because i hate eating in the morning so it's just how i start my morning so like um i blend oats and then i mix it with the whey because I, I just, I, I absolutely hate eating in the morning. It, I, I, I'm, my appetite's just low in the morning. And um, it's just a nice way to start the day with higher proteins. So some on rest days, I, I do it without any oats. But on uh, training days, I add the oats. And then, uh, yeah, before that, I do creatine and glutamine and then i do a pinch of salt in the in the mixture that's first drink i have in the morning and then yeah why do you take glutamine i i, I just take it randomly it's one of those i've taken very randomly well, for years. i bought it for yeah for, it just was. for it can help with your gut like not something that you take every no, day my, yeah mine's uh, not, so what are you just gut. finishing it off yeah okay much. <laughs> yeah <laughs> not, not even going it's, that's a case of just <laughs> no it, it really is it's it's one of i i took it ages ago i remember uh, oh when i was doing a prep i think one of the coaches suggested it it, it, it yeah during prep and yeah, yeah, yeah it was uh, I, I, it was mostly for recovery nothing nothing special and i saw it and then i was like ah, my life's become boring i'm just taking away and creating you know so i'm being very honest it's just it's it's like a it's like a pre-workout if I, okay. and then uh yeah yeah is which i do mostly on leg days just uh before my post-training meal <coughs> just extra protein just yeah because leg days I, I usually feel like I'm, I'm destroyed so I get in extra EAAs um, and then yeah that's that's pretty much it I think yeah one I forgot was krill oil 
Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oil, I prefer to most other fish oils. And I also take electrolytes first thing in the morning and during my training sessions. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd take uh, when we have it, uh, adrenal uh, cocktail. It's an adrenal cocktail. So it's, it's yeah. potassium, magnesium, uh, sodium. Yeah. And uh, when, when we came back after traveling, I felt like I was beat, like I, I didn't want to train and. I don't know, maybe it's placebo, but taking that over time, first thing in the morning with the creatine, I, I just I just felt good. It, it well, just, it's supporting your adrenals. It's just, it, you know, you, I mean, that is a supplement and it's, you can't get it here. We've got that in the UK. Yeah. But, I th- yeah, electrolytes are such a good one because, again, this can be really hard to get enough from food. Mm. Um, you know, like potassium is actually really hard to get enough. It is. Well, so, well, so is magnesium. It's trying to get the balance right as well. Yeah. Mm. It's trying to get those balances right. It's hard. Uh, that's why electrolyte that's already formulated so yeah. much easier. So good. So, I mean, you just don't get them here. You can make your own. We talked about that in the, our pre-peri workout one. Um, but, you know, like, yeah, coconut water is a great source of potassium. Um, you know, you can mix that with some salt. Uh, you know, Vitamin C is always better from a food source. So again, maybe oh, after this we can do like useless supplements. Well, here's the thing <laughs> I like to do when you talk about like a pre-work, well, intra-workout drink is coconut water, mm. pinch of salt. Uh, so you go half coconut water and half fruit juice. Yeah, yeah, fresh. Carbohydrates, but also, yeah, fresh fruit juice. Mm. And then you have a vitamin, bit of vitamin C boost yeah. in there as well. From a yeah. food source, which is great. So you can do it. It just requires a bit of thinking um to do that and then again like sorry i'm going on about the chronometer but it's so interesting because you can really see how much you need to eat you know of micronutrients um so it's yeah this is it's a good one um but the electrolytes are so key they're so key and just for you know supporting your adrenals that's probably why you did feel yeah, a I lot felt, better I we need to get good. that back it's just sometimes it is just easier to get stuff from a supplement you know, or or if you're in a fat loss phase, like trying to get, you know, you know, having having your cup of orange juice and coconut water, it's quite high in calories and carbs. So, you know, it'll it'll really depend. And if you're not doing so, you know, well with carbs, if you're a bit insulin resistant, it can be a bit tricky. So that's why supplements can be really useful. Um, yeah. But the, the krill oil is a good one. Um, I actually need to start up again with the, the fish oil supplements. They're just... Those are ones yeah, that you know sure. really look for good quality. If you're doing fishy babs, it's not a good quality fish oil. You should be able to taste the fish. Yeah. <laughs> Just That's saying. Like krill. I think krill's like North Atlantic krill oil, I found, yeah. is the best. It's not the cheapest, sadly. Yeah, it's no, expensive, yeah. but you know... <laughs> and, you know it, it seems to digest well. Yeah. You, know, you know where you've had the crap one, you can feel... You feel it sitting in your stomach. That's when you start getting yeah. fishy burps. Like yeah, then you know it's not a good one. So, um, yeah, maybe yeah. we should talk about like useless supplements that you should not spend money on. And I think vitamin C is up there because it's usually coming as ascorbic acid, which your body doesn't actually, you know, absorb so well. You should really be trying to get it from whole food sources. Um, so just you know, pay attention. If you're you know you'll just pee it out. It's it's, it's water soluble. You're not storing it. You know, so you can. A lot of people spend a lot of money on it. You really need that in a whole food form. Yeah, I'm also thinking if you say eat well, 
you know, train hard, eat well. I think BCA is also on that list. I was going to say BCA. There's a, a worse, I was going to say BCA. Yeah. So the thing about that is, I, I said this to a client once, at best, they're wasting money. Yeah. At worst, they're causing depression. Yeah. Because True. if you over-consume them, they block tryptophan, which prevents serotonin and uptake for the brain, and can build up, and, you know, people who drink BCAAs all day blow my mind, because they get into this fog and yeah mm. it would be quite depressing um there's some studies done on it and yeah link between consuming bees especially now you can get them in cans and stuff mm. and, you know, yeah you're ready to drink yeah, yeah so t- maybe just quickly andy take us through the difference between bcaas and eaas yeah so bcaas are well trained amino acids so they're not complete mm. amino acid profile uh EAAs are all your essential amino acids. Now, they have the BCAAs in there, but then they have the other essential ones. So I can't remember. What's the difference in numbers? Like 12? So three versus... and no, I think branch chain yeah. are three and then there's nine. Nine, yeah. Nine total, yeah. Something like that, yeah. So the realistic thing is, it's like... With BCAAs, it's like being in a swimming pool and drinking some water. So I always like to think, you know, I see, saw that meme once. And it's like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not that little BCA is doing nothing for you. Know, you know, it's just, it's just not because it's not everything you need. It's just a little bit of what you need. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But then that's what people overconsume it as well. So then it just it ruins everything. Unlike the essential amino acids, where you can have that one drink and you've hit every amino acid. A complete amino acid profile, easily easily absorbed. Yeah, it costs the same. Yeah, you know, a tub of BCAAs costs the same as a tub of EAAs. Yeah, you know, there's no real difference there. Yeah. So I don't understand why you would get BCAAs, not the EAAs, except for availability. Mm. In Kenya, it's a lot harder to get EAAs. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, the bonus of EAAs is they also often contain electrolytes, which yes. is really great. Um, so, okay, yeah. so we've got BCAAs, we have vitamin C. I think we mentioned uh, the other one. Well, mul- uh, most multivitamins yeah. are wasting time. <laughs> yeah. If you look at the type of vitamin um, oh, yeah. it is, so the sort of, uh, what I think of terminology, so like a bit of malate or citrate or whatever it is, the cheaper those are, was daily multivitamins. Most of that's not actually that bioavailable absorbed by the body due to yeah. the type of stuff in there to make it into a small tablet. It's like but either we can be often some things are overdosed, some things are underdosed. Yeah. Um, you know, most of the time it is just a waste of money. I think yeah. also with uh, the other one I would say just because of what you said it, it's where People are different and they mostly underdose it and then overdose it on some things. I think yeah. it's test boosters. Because it's, it's, they put all these herbs together and then you find a lot of test boosters have been underdosed. And then even the dosage they give guys is like, it, 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 it just doesn't work for most people. And 90%, percent 99% test boosters are yeah. just marketing. Yeah, because if you... Literally. I think I was talking to someone yesterday. I was like, if you were to buy a test booster from a bodybuilding brand, 
and use it say you get a coach who understands and gives you the right servings for you to use a test booster that you've bought that you're supposed to use for 30 days you might end up using it for 10 just because yeah. of but the thing with test boosters why are you using it is your yeah. testosterone <laughs> levels low if your testosterone levels low go to a doctor get actual testosterone yeah so <laughs> if you're you know if you're this is marginal you could look at your shbg level take boron which mm. is proven to work and that will increase your free testosterone you know you, you don't actually need a test booster full stop because if your test levels are normal then why do you need a test booster yeah you can do, uh, yeah. I know you want to try and get the edge, get a little bit yeah. more, but you can do that with a little bit more. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I know I used it because at the time I was scared of going on gear, and yeah. the test booster requires no PCT. So you're like, you know what? Well, it doesn't require anything, <laughs> it doesn't do anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm like, you know what? We've I'm all not, been there, though. I'm yeah. not ready for tests, so. Take this. We've all yeah. been there, like young uh, men. Oh, you yeah. Know, Oh, we've all been like, what's it, a Bulgarian yeah, you're... wheat glass or something. Oh, yeah. In there, and all sorts in there, and you're like, oh, it must work. Yeah. But the reality is, I've never seen anyone take test boost to come out something. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, <laughs> just, pound yeah. heavier than Jack. Just like, smell of fenugreek. Yeah, you smell of fenugreek. It's a super placebo because yeah. you go to the gym thinking. Well, but then yeah. again, that doesn't mean it doesn't work in its placebo context. Yeah, true, well, true, yes. true. You start training harder because you're yeah. on the test booster. Yeah. Uh, the other one, in the same guise as that, a little bit is, you know, uh, fat loss. Oh, yeah, fat burners. Yeah, fat loss. Yeah, what way? Fat burners. Yeah. Fat burners are just a load of caffeine and chili powder half the time. Mm-hmm. You know, give you, make you sweat, make you jittery, but don't yeah. actually do. It worked better as a pre-workout. I've said that to people. Yeah, I think yeah. so. It worked better as a pre-workout because we high levels of caffeine. And I, well, I've tried everything and I remember taking some fat burners and I used to feel sick, like my tummy. And it's like take 30 minutes before the gym. And by the time it's training time, I'm sweating like I've already trained. My tummy was never, you know, it just didn't sit no. well. And... I guess it's the anxiety you just yeah, it, yeah on on edge and I tried it and I'm like how how do people use this for months you know and there's people who use it because they believe it thing, works we mm. now know about energy balance mm. now think how can that fat burner work because <laughs> how much energy is it using up yeah it's what it's not it's just it's, it makes no sense to me now it's like chemically you know it's not doing anything Nope. Um, yeah, maybe if it's got loads of green tea in there, good for antioxidants. Yeah. I made a capsule once. I make a lot of capsules. So I have a little capsule press. Yeah. With green tea and chili, ground up chili. Oh my Feel it heating up in your stomach. It was right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the fact is, it's probably actually relatively good for me on an antioxidant level. Mm. And, you know, but yeah, not the, not the fat yeah. burning. I mean, fat. But it's amazing. It just makes you sweat, and you know. Well, sweat is, is fat, yeah, crying, isn't it? So yeah, you must be burning like, it. But bloody hell, I'm just yeah. sitting but down. What, and... I mean, how they work? <laughs> they're, you, you lose weight. You lose weight. You've got no water left in your body. They basically because they're, you know, they're caffeine. Mm. 
they're stimulating the release of stress hormones, you know, which is putting you into a sympathetic state. So your body's going to release fatty acids into the bloodstream for energy. But like Annie just said, mm. energy balance. If you're not using them, they'll just go back into storage. There's no yeah. point drinking a fat banner on your couch. Mm. You know, it all comes to your energy balance throughout the day. So True. don't waste That's your money on those. If you've got some, I was once told I bought these. Can I use them? I was like, well, look. Rather than wasting my use them just as a pre-workout. Yeah. So they work as a pre-workout. And they said, yeah, you use up those fatty acids. Yeah, and never, and just never use yeah. on an empty stomach. Well, that's what people probably do because they're like, yeah. oh, I'm going to train fasted oh, totally. and I'm going to get I, double the benefits. I did all that. <laughs> and it's like, Trash what, my hormones. It's like perfect. what Andy's saying. You're sweating, tummy's on fire. You're asleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's, that oh, is not amazing. nice. And so. then the next day you're using it despite feeling bad because it's like, you know what? Well, I, I sweated. I spent, you know, <laughs> my 6,000 bob. It's, it's great. I'm, I'm yeah. using it. Okay, so fat, um, fat burners are on that list. So next, I put green powders. Mm. Um, well, yeah. actually, I mean, I mean, some are good, some are bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I think if you are someone who eats no vegetables, yes, yes, it could be useful. But I think I don't know how many reels on Instagram I see of chicks, you know, in their underwear making their green drink in the morning yeah this is why i eat a day well, what, you yeah, like... your life just in your underwear <laughs> it's like greens drinks like food first really try food first and they're yeah. expensive yeah, and they taste like swamp it. water people cheap. use it so that sweet vegetables like a lot of bodybuilders are worse yeah because yeah. they don't want to be blowing from fiber so they have a greens powder it's not the same like yes it's great you're getting your vitamins in but you're not getting the fiber in. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there is a need for fiber. Yeah, I understand just before a show. Yeah. I mean, well, reduce your fiber count and then go on to Greenland. But the rest of the time, you know, actually, the problem is what people don't do is have enough fiber in the off season because it becomes a lot of food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But what you want to do is make sure you've got high fiber count. So, in prep, you can bulk your food out with fiber without getting bloated because your yeah. body's already you used to that. high levels of fiber. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like you can't just jump into having high levels of fiber and think you can digest it well. You yeah. can build up a little bit yeah. into it. So I, I get why some people use green powders, but I think it's because they've been lazy around previously yeah, or seduced by marketing like oh yeah you know, the, the average person seduced by marketing but even the people they're using for good reason or think yeah. they're using for good reason it's often that you know they haven't um, got used to eating and digesting the right vegetables they've got into this habit of oh you must eat broccoli you mm. must eat these sulfurous yeah. vegetables that just cause bloat and ibs and you know yeah. high fodmap also yeah. also i think well, maybe this will be another episode, but um, I don't understand. People think that you must eat like 10 different types of foods every time. It's like if you enjoy spinach, just have lots of spinach. You don't need to eat broccoli or everything just because someone said you must have. It's like choose the vegetables you enjoy and there's absolutely nothing wrong with eating them for yeah, as that, long as here's you the thing. I, I'm a big fan of, you know, variety of vegetables on a plate. That's why I go for the stir-fried veg packs and yep. things like that, yeah. because you get a bit of everything. But I very rarely nowadays will eat just broccoli. I might eat tender stem broccoli mm. occasionally, just in a 
roasting or just because mm. it makes you feel mean, but it's not because I actually, yeah. yeah. The reality is, it's, it's finding, you've got to be able to, and this is a big thing about eat supplements or food, consume things that you digest well. Yes. If you don't, yes, if you don't digest time. it, it's not doing you any good anyway. Yeah. You know, causing digestive issues, you're not getting the benefits from it. But that's the same with supplements, the same with actual food. Yeah. And I mean, with supplements as well like a lot of the time you want to work on lifestyle things first because like Andy said you won't be able you know to 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 digest them to absorb all these things well yeah. um, but again like sometimes you you know you could you might need to be on a lot of supplements at first but you can come off them yes you know once you've you know worked on your gut health or things like that like what I'm on now I'm not going to be on forever hopefully um, so you know just just keep that in mind like it'll you always taking time to build a solid foundation of like real whole foods, you know, before supplements is the way to go. Um, any any other ones on our blacklist? Yeah, I'm trying to think. It's probably loads. Well, um, well, yeah. but ones that like people take and they really don't need to. No, just I think everyone. Well, the thing is, you know, people take. People think they need pre-workout. Yeah. And, and I don't mean just the pre-workout, like, I'm going to take super high stim pre-workout. And I've done it, but then again, caffeine doesn't have much benefit on me, yeah. so I was like, try to find out, you know, what the buzz was about. So I took that one that was about 750 milligrams of, or micrograms <laughs> of caffeine, and it still did nothing for me. Yeah, I think... Uh, until I double-scooped it once, yeah. I had to sit down. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm going to sit down now. Because this is not good. Um, yeah. But the reality is this, you know, people take this and too much, if you're, you know, caffeine sensitive or not even just normally caffeine absorber, what you'll find is low caffeine, you know, a coffee will have as much, you know, will be about the right level for you to train on. More than yeah. that, you get jittery, you won't be able to focus, or you'll feel ill to training. Yeah, you know, true. Um, there's certain things in pre-workout. A cheap pre-workout doesn't have much going for it. Yeah, you got to look at is it dosed appropriately? Mm-hmm. Has it got the right level of you know, citrulline? In? And we're not talking about citrulline malate, which is the cheapest citrulline. Yeah, which most of them have. And then most pre-workouts have citrulline malate because yeah. it's cheap and it's not bioabsorbent as much. And so three, so three, um, three grams of citrulline is a recommended dosage, but that citrulline, um, chelate citrulline, or another form of citrulline, mm. not citrulline malate. Three, you know, three grams of citrulline malate is only actually really one gram of citrulline. You know? So, because it's with, you know, malic acid, malic acid or whatever it's yeah. so, so, you know, so fact is, having a pre-workout, if it's not a properly d- dosed one, is none of those ingredients on the back of doing anything. Yeah. Because they're underdosed. I think I... You know. And yeah. they're over-caffeined. Yeah. So if high caffeine, underdosed, everything else. I think I have pre-workout, but I've only ever used it when I feel like, okay, I'm finished. I, I don't... Like, energy is low, and I'm like, yeah. I might yeah. as well I, just strain. I don't I, know I if it's like flavour. I bought one the other day, but it's cherry cola flavour. Yeah. delicious. <laughs> Yeah, but so, um, it was a decent one. But I know I don't need it. Mm. Anyway, sometimes I like a lot of the pump ones now. Yeah, the pump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Pump fires, just because it's quite nice otherwise, nice pump it. Yeah, you're vascular when you finish training. Yeah, yeah. Like. I always throw in a bit of salt, well, a lot of it, and get, well, get that pump. My, um, yeah. my inches still have electrolytes. So. Yeah. Because the same with, say, if I do carb X intro workout, I just throw in salt for the pump. But nothing. It's cheap. Yeah, easy, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, those some pre workouts are expensive. Yeah, yeah. Expensive. yeah. yeah. But just thing is, you get the same from just having a coffee. Yep. Because they're almost mm. caffeinated, so yeah. you don't feel great doing it. Yes. And so you might as well have just had a coffee, and you'll be all right. If you're doing it for the caffeine, just have a coffee. Have a coffee, yeah. Yeah, it's like... like double yeah. fortune. It's if like, you're doing it for, like, say, the pump-based stuff, there is other ways of getting on that. Like, you know, yeah. you want a nitrous oxide booster, you know, you can stomach it, beetroot juice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, mix that with maybe some coconut water. Mm. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, do it, but you know, as I say, and yeah, it's that is, I you know, I drink it knowing it's not you know beans. If I'm traveling, I never take it with me because it's just space. Yeah, yeah. yeah but if I'm at home, I'll have it just because I like the flavor. Yeah. So you know, any other yeah. reason particularly? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. So I mean, take home is. You know, always try food fast. You can't out supplement poor lifestyle, training, diet, all of that. And, you know, spend your money on high quality food. Spend your money on high quality supplements. Creatine, a good fish oil, krill oil, a magnesium. And then if you want to, like, uh, a way isolate. And then from there, targeted supplementation for what you need based on symptoms and blood work, you know, done with someone who can read it, not you just self-diagnosing yourself. Because again, like too much of something is not good and they often have these quite complex interactions with each other. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, so hopefully that was useful. And if you do have any supplement questions, you can send them our way. Um, but truly, like, test, don't guess with supplements. And they are expensive. That's why, you know, it's worth spending your money on good quality food first. You know, maybe download an app like Chronometer. Just track your food for a week. Just kind of see where you're missing. Then Google how to get in more of those foods. Um, and, and kind of, yeah, take it from there. Yeah. Right, so uh, we're going to go and take our subs now? No, oh, yeah. <laughs> some glutamine go take your glutamine yeah and he's going to drink some pre-workout <laughs> yeah, uh, sit by my house yep. and burn, burn fat all day long yep <laughs> right we'll see you in the next episode